He gonna fail as well. to Rivers of Living Waters broadcast with your host, Elder Christine Pearson. I'm the Senior Elder of Ancient Today's Ministries International. We're an outreach ministry commissioned by Christ to make all men see what is the fellowship of this mystery, which was hidden in God before the foundation of the world. This mystery is Christ in you, the hope of glory and to preach the unsearchable riches of Christ Jesus, my Lord. I greet you this morning, this precious morning. Uh, so thankful that God kept us during a very uh, frigid time on last week. And even this morning, the streets are very slippery. And as you probably know, all over the world, we're having climate uh, conditions, some floodings, we're having volcanoes, fires, there's all kind of things going on. But I want you to be of good cheer because the Lord is obligated to protect the righteous. Amen. He is our shepherd and we will not lack anything. It is his good pleasure to give us the kingdom. No good thing will he withhold from them who walk up rightly before him. And if you might be in the midst of something and may not know what to do, maybe in fear about something might get cut off or, or maybe you don't have provisions for whatever or, or maybe it's a legal matter. Maybe it's a physical matter. Maybe it's a family matter. Maybe it's a neighborhood matter or city government or whatever the need. I want you to put your trust in Jesus Christ. He is our only safe haven. You're going to hear about all kinds of things during this time because we're in the midst of birth pangs. It's, it talks about that in Matthew 24. But the Bible tells us in John 14, let's just turn there. St. John, the 14th chapter, and this is for you uh, who are in Christ Jesus. And, and for those that aren't in Christ Jesus, Today is a good day to get in him, amen, because he has specific promises that he has designed for his children and the ecclesia, the church. It says in uh, St. John 14, the first verse, it says, let not your heart be troubled. And I'll say that again, let not your heart, that could be interchanged with your soul, your mind, your will, your emotions. Be troubled. Don't let it be troubled. In 2 Corinthians, 
it tells us in four. Uh, thank you, Lord. <clears throat> Second Corinthians and four. I'm going to kind of let the Holy Spirit lead me this one because I feel some kind of unrest and turbulence going on in, in, in the minds of whom I'm ministering to. And it says, um, I'm going to start at 2 Corinthians 4.15. For all things are for for all things are for you. This is the body of Christ. These are people that have Jesus as their Lord. That Abba Father Yahweh is their everlasting Father. They have the spirit of the living God in them. This is for you. This is part of your contract. Covenant. That God has promised for you. This belongs to you. 15 again, for all things are for your sakes that the abundant grace might through the thanksgiving, thanksgiving now, of many redound to the glory of God. For which cause, listen at this, we faint not. Don't faint, don't give up. Don't look at things as hopeless. Amen. Uh, the be righteous got a good future. They got help from the sanctuary. They got strength out of Zion. Amen. 16. For which cause we faint not, but though our outward man perish, yet the inward man is renewed day by day. For our light affliction, Paul calls what we were going through, Light, brief, transitory, is passing and is not going to come to stay. For our light affliction, which is but for a moment, amen, and the, and the outlook of eternity, our, in this time period, he calls it a moment in eternity. Hallelujah. Well, for our light affliction, which is but for a moment, it worketh for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. Come on now. This light affliction is working for you. It's accomplishing for you. It is generating for you a far more exceeding an eternal weight of glory. That's authority. Power is strengthening in you. It's giving you security knowing that God is never going to leave you. He's never going to forsake you. He's with you always. He's a good father. He know how to feed his children. He know how to deliver the righteous out of temptation or trials. or tribute. He knows. He knows how to deliver. He's a deliverer. Amen. And it says, while we look not. This is the key. This is one of your weapons of warfare. Amen. While we look not. I'll say it again. While we look not. Don't look at it. Don't look at it. 
have the eyes of faith. The eyes of faith see the invisible. What is in the invisible realm that's yours. While we look, not with these natural eyes, at the things which are seen, but with your spirit, look at the things which are not seen. Such as, the Lord shall supply all my need. And he's not lying. He will supply all your need according to his riches. Not your pocketbook. According to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus who died for you. Who took your place. While we look not at the things which are seen, but in the things which are not seen, for the things which are seen are temporal or temporary. It's just fleeting. It's subject to change. If you can see it, it's changeable. It's subject to change. It is not here to last forever. This is the world of time. Amen? In the world of time, the things which you see are temporary. But you are not... Uh, a time being, you are an eternal being. The same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you. Christ is in you, the hope of glory. So Christ is eternal. And if he's in you, you're eternal. And what you are looking at is temporary. It's subject to change. I'll say it again. It's subject to to change. I'll say it one more time. What you looking at is subject to change. Just give it a few days. It's going to change. Especially if you're declaring the word of God, which he just said, for all things are for you. All things. It didn't say, well, you know, well, depending on this or depending on that. No, everything. All things are yours. All things. And see, we got to quit doubting and become believers. And not only believers, but become decreers of the word. Not what we think, not what our imagination or the devil lied. We cannot allow that to rule us. We got to get in the word of God and say what God is saying. That's how you can cause what's in heaven to be established here on the earth. The word of God. Amen. It's quick. It's a living thing. It's alive. And it's full of power. It's sharper than any two-edged sword. It pierces even to the dividing asunder of your soul and the spirit. And they're, they're compacted together. But the word of God can go in between those two realms and divide them asunder. The joints and the marrow, that's the physical part. The word can deal with that too. Your body, the joints and the marrow. And it discerns the thoughts and the intent of the heart. That's why I was in prayer this morning. And I was talking to the Lord about some things that are uh, uh, coming to pass this year. And I said, Lord, 
a lot of people got plots and schemes set up, you know, to snare folk or to trip people or to steal or whatever. They, they're plotting and planning now how they're going to try to sabotage a situation. And the Lord was saying, listen, he said, I see everything. I even see the thoughts and the intent, the motives of people's hearts. I know what they're getting ready to do before they even do. I know their thoughts are far off. I know what's in their mouth before they even speak it. He said, I am a real God, really. I'm the real deal. And that's what it is. And he said, and I'm a judge, a righteous judge. And I, my eyes go to and fro throughout the whole earth. I got my eyes is in every place and I know what's going on. And he said, but I, my, I got certain eyes that go to and throw, fro throughout the whole earth to show myself strong unto them whose hearts, who's born again, are upright. Their hearts have been changed. Amen? They've been born again, born from above. I go to and fro, looking to show myself strong to those folk. Let's finish here. While we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. Now somebody asked me, answer me this. For the things which are seen are what? The things that you see are what? Temporary. Subject to change. You can even speak to it. Declare it. Decree a thing over what you see seeing now. Use your power. Use the word of God. Use your weapons. Don't just sit up there and just take it. Talk to it. Like Jesus talked to the fig tree. Hmm? And say, ain't nobody going to eat from you forever. You better talk to your situation like that. You got the power. He gave it to you. What you going to do? Just sit up and say, I got the power. Power is no good unless you use it. But the things which are not seen are eternal. Those are things that are in the invisible realm, in the kingdom. All that you need is there. Even re human replacements part. Say, for instance, you got a, a foot that don't work. Or you got a foot that's been amputated. Amen? You can either get a prosthesis. Or you can ask God to give you a replacement. What makes you think that he can't do that? He formed you. He made man. He know how to make a man and a foot. He made him already. So what makes you think he's impotent? That's the thing. A lot of y'all think that not either God is impotent and can't do it or that God is mad with you and won't do it. Let's turn to Isaiah 54. This is a word from the Lord. Isaiah 54. For those of you that have your Bibles. 
My good, did you see that? I turned right to it. Holy Spirit told me now. Now, let's see. I think I'm a... Uh, let's see. Let's start with Isaiah 54. Let's start at 5. You know, I, 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 I quote 5 all the time. Practically every morning. I remember years ago, I heard a minister said, uh, let me just read 54 and 5 and I'll tell you what the minister said. For thy maker is thine husband. The Lord of hosts is his name. And thy redeemer, the Holy One of Israel, the God of the whole earth shall he be called. And I heard a minister say, well, God ain't going to be your husband. That's what he said. What does it say here? Let God be true. Don't matter what folks say. They may not know it all. That don't mean that what they say is law. This is a legal document. This will stand in the court of heaven. You get in the courtroom and decree this. It's already written. It's already yours. For thy maker, I tell it all the time, is my husband. The Lord of hosts is his name. My redeemer, thy redeemer, the Holy One of Israel, the God of the whole earth shall he be called. Now let me finish encouraging you here. For the Lord hath called thee as a woman forsaken and grieved his spirit and a wife of youth when thou was refused, saith the Lord. And that could be whatever circumstance you in. When you, you're at a place where you can't uh, get the job or you can't get the money or you, something broke down. or the, It could be a place where you are in a forsaken place. For a small moment have I forsaken thee. Watch this. But with great mercies. That's getting, mercy means giving you what you don't deserve. You don't deserve it. None of us deserve it. And he said, with great mercies. Hallelujah. Will I gather you or bring you or fix you up? <laughs> Praise God. In a little wrath, I hid my face from thee for a moment, but with everlasting kindness. Write that down. That's your doc. That's part of your legal document, your covenant. This is what God is speaking to you. You can sit up there and say, "Oh well, that couldn't be me." Yeah, it means you. If you born again, if you his child, when you get born again, you enter into a covenant where you exchange names. You exchange weapons. You exchange wealth. The less is blessed of the greater. You are uh, crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, you live not you, but Christ liveth in you. And this life, look at this, that you now live in this flesh. You live it by the faith of the Son of God. You and him are one. One. One spirit. One in the Spirit. If you got the Holy Spirit, it's the same Spirit Jesus got. 
It ain't but one. And God ain't going to send but the Holy Ghost or the Spirit of His Son into your heart. Uh, let's keep moving. <clears throat> In a little wrath, I hid my face from thee for a moment. Verse 8. But with everlasting kindness will I have mercy on thee, said the Lord thy Redeemer. For this is as the waters of Noah. You know about the waters of Noah? It rained 40 days and 40 nights, and it filled everything. Even the water got as high as the mountains. He said, this is as the water of Noah. For as I have sworn, he made a covenant with Noah back in then, that day and sealed it with a rainbow. For as I have sworn that the waters of Noah should no more go over the earth, so have I sworn that I will not be wroth with thee nor rebuke thee. The Lord is not mad with you. He's not wroth. He's not angry. He's not rebuking you. He's op opening your eyes to let you know what's available to you. And the way that you make it yours, you got to speak it out of your mouth. The worlds were framed by the word of God. The word of God. That's how your world can be framed. Just like in creation. It's a, it's a method to it. When you find your promise in here, you got to speak it out of your mouth. That's what makes it change from invisible to visible. It's the faith that creates matter. When... The Lord, in the beginning of creation, the earth was without form and void, and dark was upon the face of the deep. But the Spirit, that's, that's the Spirit of the Lord, moved, that word means, hovered, is raka. And it means to distribute his spiritual energy over the face of the waters, the Spirit of the Lord distributed his spiritual energy. Nothing happened. Why didn't nothing happen? Because the word and the spirit agree. They have to connect in order for something to be created. And that's the same principle. It's called the first mentioned principle in hermeneutics. When you find out in, in the beginning, when you use that term, the word and the spirit, like it did in Genesis, that principle carries throughout the entire Bible. The word and the spirit. The word and the spirit is going to always create something. So if you got the spirit of the Lord within you, and you speak in his word, creation is going to take place. And let me just put this in there, vice versa. Vice versa. If you're not, if you're saying what you see and murmuring, complaining about what you don't have and don't have faith in God, you're giving spirit to your words, and that's what you're creating. A lot of times, the reason why people are in the situation uh, they're in is simply because of the words of their mouth. And they can overturn it in a night if they would speak what the Word of God says. What did it just say? I, I can't get over 54, 
uh, it says here, <clears throat> verse 10, For the mountains shall depart, and the hills be removed, but my kindness shall not depart from you. Did you hear that? The mountains shall depart. That's an earthquake. And the hills be removed. That's a major earthquake when the hills are removed. And the mountains depart. That's a major earthquake. But my kindness, loving kindness, tender mercies, shall not depart from thee. Neither shall the covenant, remember we, we say when we get born again, we enter into a covenant. The covenant of my peace be removed. It will never be removed. Hmm. Saith the Lord that hath mercy on thee. O thou afflicted, tossed with tempest, and not comforted, behold, I will lay thy stones with fair colors and lay thy foundations with sapphires. You got to believe, take it. What's wrong with you? I took it years ago. I took this scripture. I was young in, in, in the ministry. And ooh, this thing just soothed me so. And I took it personally and claimed it in the name of Jesus. And it happened just like God said it would. Twelve. And I will make thy windows of agates and thy gates of carbuncles. Those are the jewels that are found on the priest's garment. Mm -hmm. And all thy borders of pleasant stones. 13. And all thy children shall be taught of the Lord. I don't care if they is messed up on drugs and out in the street. You claim that. You claim. I don't care. Don't look at what you see. Look at what you don't see, what this word is saying. 13. And all, say, all my children shall be taught of the Lord. And great shall be the peace. Another word for that is prosperity of thy children. 14. In righteousness shall thou be established. Claim it. In righteousness, I'm going to be established. In the name of Jesus. He said, all things are yours. Take it. Don't let it pass you by. I take every good thing to come my way. I claim it in the name of Jesus. Because one thing about the word of God, as I tell you before, it's a legal document. And it will stand in the courts of heaven, the heavenly Sanhedrin. And if you bring your uh, case before the court and you quote what the Bible says that is already yours, let's go to 1 John 5. Hallelujah. Glory to God. 1 John 5. Let's see here. Uh, boo, 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 boo. 
Let's start at uh, 1 John 5 and 14. See, I'm giving you, I'm working like a lawyer today, giving you your case documents that you can take before the court. And, and, and think, see, God already knows this. This is already yours. But you have to use your mouth, your spirit, your faith to make it personally yours. God is not going to do it for you. And that's why a lot of people don't have it. And another reason why people don't have it is because they're not taking this to the court. They're taking their mind, will, and emotions, what they think. They're crying and all it is going to. And see, that you get held in contempt with that. That don't fly. You have to bring this. This is your legal constitution. You got to bring this. The courts respect this. They don't respect what you think or what you feel or what you want. Because you can be thinking some ungodly stuff that the court ain't about to grant. You got to take this that's already approved. All right? That's already been proven that is yours. And 14. 1 John 5, 14. And this is the confidence that we have in him. That if we ask anything, watch this, according to his will. This is God's will. His word is his will. If we ask anything according to his will. He heareth us. In the courtroom, he'll hold the hearing. Watch this. That's what it says. The word of God is truth. It is no lie. Heaven and earth will pass away, but the word of God will stand forever. And 15. And if we know that he hears us, and, and we can already know because the 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 uh, ear uh, the, the God's ears are open to the righteous, he hears their cry. His ears are always open to the righteous. See, that's the benefit for being born again. His ears is always open. The righteous cry, and the Lord hears. And deliver them out of all of their destruction. That's the scripture. Psalm 107. The righteous cry and the Lord hears. And it says here. In 15. And if we know that he hear us. Hallelujah. We know he hear it. We Whatsoever we ask. Now we know it got to be according to his will. Whatsoever we ask. Say that. Whatsoever we ask. Again. Whatsoever we ask. We know that we have the petitions that we desired of him. 
That's spiritual law. Mm-hmm. God says in Malachi, I am the Lord and I change not. Jesus Christ the same yesterday, today, and forever. He ain't changing. But we got to line up with how to get these things done. Why should we why should we fret? Why should my heart be lonely? I long for heaven at home. When Jesus is my fortress, a constant friend is he. We've got you sing this song. Oh, what needless pain we bear. Oh, because we do not carry everything to God in prayer. All things are yours. Let's see what we say. Let's go to Romans here. Romans, and I believe, uh, let's see here. Yeah, Romans 8. Let's start at 31. What shall we then say to these things? What? If God be for us, who, what, what demon, devil, adversary, accuser can be against us? If God be for us now, and he's for us, he died for you, he went to hell for you. He rose up for you. He's seated at the right hand of the Father and even now making intercession for you. He's coming back to get you. He's coming back to get his bride now. Mm -hmm. Let's go to 32. Romans 8, 32. He that spared not his own son, but Delivered him up for who? For us all. For who? Us all. That's everybody. The world and everything. Only the ones that make him their Lord can get this next promise. How shall he not with him also Freely, somebody say freely. Freely give us all things. God is not up there holding back. He gives you the tools on how to obtain. He teach your hands to war and your fingers to fight. He gave you the weapons of your warfare, which are not carnal, but mighty through God. See, a lot of you must want God to do it for you. No, he going to give you. He said, I'm going to set it before you. Life and death, blessing and cursing. You, you, you. You choose. You do it. You use what you got. Uh -huh. 
33. Who shall lay anything to the charge of God's elect? That's you. Those of you that have Christ in you, the hope of glory, you are God's elect. He thinks very highly of you. He says, I will honor, over in Psalms 91, I will honor you because you know my name. I, the God Almighty, El Elyon, the Most High, says, I will honor you because you know my name and set you on high. Mm -hmm. In the old covenant, in the new covenant, we already seated together. That was before Christ died. Now that he died, we're already seated together with Christ in heavenly places. Mm -hmm. Who shall lay anything to the charge of God's elect? It is God that justifieth. Do you know what that word justifieth means? It means vindicate. It means to uh, acquit. These are all courtroom terms. Justify just as if you never sinned. It is God who justifies you or just as if you never sinned. God is a good God. I feel your spirit's lifting up a little bit here. God is a good God. He loves you. And he's going to take care of his own. He knows how to take care of his children. He knows how to lead them. His dear children alone. He's a good shepherd. He's an everlasting father. Amen. Who is he that condemneth? It's only the accuser of the brethren. Ain't nobody else condemning you unless you condemning yourself. It says, It is Christ that died. He didn't condemn you. He died for you. <coughs> Amen. Yeah, rather, that is risen again. Who is even at the right hand of God? Who also maketh intercession for us. Do you see all of this that he's done for you? All of that. So he ain't mad. Matter of fact, it shows me like a person that's in love. That's what it looked like to me. It looked like to me that somebody in love with somebody. Amen. I mean, really in love. That they willing to go to hell? Risk being eternally separated for you? I always say, what manner of love is that? Who is this king of glory? My God. And I just accept the love. I take it. You don't want it? Leave it on the altar. I'll take it home with me. <laughs> Amen. I'm preaching myself happy in here. Now, who is even at the right hand of God, who also make an intercession for us? 35. Who? What? What? Person shall separate us from the love of Christ. The love. God is love. Who will separate us from that love? 
That's a great love wherewith he loved us. Who do you know that went to all of them lengths for you? You don't know nobody. I don't know nobody that went to hell for me. Mm -mm. I don't know nobody that was beaten beyond recognition for me. Mm. Most of the people that, 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 some of the men and women, we know they're using us, taking advantage. they selfish. They ain't thinking about nobody but themselves. They want what you got. And some of them will kill you to get it. They ain't thinking about you. All they thinking about themselves. But he gave up his life. He gave it up for you. How shall he not with Christ freely give you everything? Hmm? Just keep going. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation, test, trial, problems, low self-esteem, loss of a loved one, lack of money, pain, sick in my body. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine you know, a lot of times we talk about being persecuted and, and we go we get on these spiels about church hurt and being rejected. But we never look at the other opposite side of those coins and see what do they produce. Because Jesus was despised and rejected, a man of sorrow and acquainted with grief. So why are you despised and rejected? He took that upon himself. You the one choosing to take it upon yourself. All of this church hurt, and you can't take nothing. You know, oh, they hurt my feet. They ain't speak to me. Oh, Babies do that. Soldiers are strong. They ain't got time for that foolishness. They got a deadline to meet. They got a, a purpose to accomplish. They ain't got time for pity parties and want people to come around and sit up and be miserable comforters with you. <laughs> no. And, and the truth of the matter is, it's just a mirage. It's not true. It's all a lie. That's just a lie in your mind that you done believed. Because Christ took our sicknesses, our pains, our sorrows, our griefs, in his own body on that cross. He took it. So why are you taking it back and going into bondage over it? That's your own doing. You doing that. And the devil will lie to you and make you think it's real. It's a mirage, honey. Remember I told you, you got to look at the in the invisible. That's where your residency is your way of life your home it's in the kingdom it's not on this earth where all of this foolishness is you got to come up above that you don't have time for that you got things God has called you to do that's going to change your circumstances your 
uh, way of doing things, your position, your promotion, and all of that if you just come on up to it. And, and, but if you want to stay down on Skid Row for the next 20 years, you can do it. But why? What is it going to accomplish when you got worlds to reach, souls to save? Hmm? Getting more crowns on your head. Mm. Shall persecution, harassment, being vexed, people annoying you. People that may think because you're a Christian, they're going to make sure they see if you are one. <laughs> Some people go find out if you're a Christian by the way they persecute you and see if you're going to take it or if you're going to lash back. Or retaliate. If they rail on you, are you going to rail back? Are you going to threaten them? Or are you going to do like Jesus did? When they railed on him, he didn't rail back. When they, when they persecuted him and called him names, he didn't retaliate. He committed his cause unto him that judges righteously. He said, the, the Lord said, vengeance is mine. I will repay. And brother, can he repay? I've seen some repayment <laughs> of people that have done me wrong. It was it was brutal. <laughs> That's why I, I warn people, do not hit me. Don't touch me. <laughs> Watch what you say. Because I won't be there done nothing. And the next thing I know, I'll be having to visit you at the hospital. I know. Your Savior will fight for you. And baby, he know how to fight too. He's a dread champion, a mighty terrible one. You know. So, you have to do it God's way if you want the victory. Persecution, famine, when you don't have enough food. Now, that's another thing. He told us that in famine, we would laugh. And I'm laughing. I don't know what these people talk about. There ain't no food. What you want? What you mean? The earth is the Lord. The fullness thereof. The world and everything in it. And he know how to get food to you. Have you ever asked? He said, you have not because you ask not. Every man that asketh receiveth. And you could call those things that be not as though they were. You got all kind of weapons to get what you need. He supplies all of your need. You just have to use the word of God to get it. See, you, you, you're one with him now. You got to do it the way Christ did it. Go on down there to that river and get that fish. He got some gold in his mouth, and we can pay all our taxes and give Caesar what belongs to him. Five loaves and two fishes, we fed over 20,000 people. The same power that raised Jesus from the dead lives in you. You just got to use that first mentioned principle. The Word and the Spirit. The Word of God now. Not your own words. Not what somebody has said. Not what it looked like. You got to use the Word of God. Amen? The Word. 
is forever settled in heaven. The word will not return unto you void. The word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my, my uh, path. Amen. Forever, O oh Lord, thy word is settled in heaven. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my word will never pass away. My word going to be standing when everything else is gone. The word, and it can recreate everything that's been lost. It can oh, do everything like it did in creation. Create a new heaven, a new earth in righteousness. Just words. What you say, death and life are in the power of the tongue. You got to understand these things. This is in the power of your tongue. You got to operate it. You can't just say it. You got to be a doer. You got to do what it say. You can't just say, oh, well, will you pray for me? No. <laughs> That's what I be willing to say. <laughs> no. You could pray for yourself. You, you, you don't need nobody to pray for you. Especially if you're born again and you got the same spirit I got. It's no difference. You just got to stop being lazy and get in the word and start doing what you know to do. That's all. If you got, if the doctor say you got COVID, you believed him, didn't you? And so now you walking around. I got COVID. I got diabetes. You saying what they say. And you're going to have what they say. But whose report are you going to believe? Hmm? Whose report? His report says, I am healed. By stripes, I'm healed. That's what you should be saying. You say, no, nah, devil, I ain't got nothing. And I don't want you to inject me with nothing. I don't know what's in that. No. By his stripe, I was healed. Let's see. Proverbs 4. Let's see. Famine, nakedness, a perilous sword. 36. As it is written, For thy sakes we are killed all the day long. We are counted as sheep for the slaughter. Watch this. 37. That's what another word you need to be claiming. Nay, no. In all these things, we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things in the future, things to come, nor height, nor death, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. You say this, that's what you want to come to pass, not what you see, the light affliction, which but for a moment, he, uh, he said don't look at that. Do not look at that. Look at this word here. Look at what it says concerning the invisible realm. Praise God. Let's go to Proverbs 4. 
This is all spirit-led today. I said, Holy Spirit, I got all. You see all of this? <laughs> I said, I don't know what to do. I'm just going to flat out lay on you today. Uh, many times, I, 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 when, I, when I go to nursing homes and stuff like that, I, I don't have all of this. I let the Holy Spirit lead me because a lot of times I don't know the people. But God knows them. He knows what's the burdens of their heart. He knows the exhortation of their heart. And I do my best to be sensitive to follow his lead. Because he promised that he would lead and guide us into all truth. So, this is all spirit-led today. <clears throat> Proverbs 4. Let's start at 18. But the path of the just is as the shining light. Did you hear that? The path of those that are born again are as the shining light. Uh, it's, the light is thrown upon your path. Uh, he throw light so you know which way to go. For the path of the just is as the shining light that shineth more and more unto the perfect day. The way of the wicked is as darkness. They know not at what they stumble. I wouldn't be in the darkness. I don't care what they say or how tempting it. <laughs> I put my body up and say, no, you can't hear that. I got to be in the path of the just. Because it says, the way of the wicked, the way, the path of the wicked is as darkness. You know how it is when it gets dark? You don't know what's what's all about. You can walk in a dark room. And, what's the worst thing is it hit your toe up against a, a bedpost. Ooh, that hurt. Or stumble over something or walk on something. You don't know. You can't see nothing. It's all dark. The way of the wicked is as darkness. They know not at what they stumble. Listen. My son, attend unto my words. Incline thine ear unto my sayings. Let them not depart from thine eyes. I don't care every day get up and look in this word and say something. Stare at it. Gaze at it every day. Don't let a day pass. Don't have to be all day. I set aside time because of the call of my life. You have to do it the way the Holy Spirit gives you. Let them not depart from thine eyes. Keep them in the midst, in the middle of your heart, your spirit, your soul. Keep the word in your soul, your mind, your will, and your emotion. Keep the word in your soul, your mind, your will, and emotions. Let the word be roaming around in your mind and in your soul, in your emotions, and in your will, what you want to do. Let the word of God be intertangled with what you want to do. Why? 22, for they are life. 
unto those that find them. They are life. That word means Cahill. It uh, gives you spiritual life, the God kind of life. Zoe, the life that God lives. Life more abundantly. For they are life unto those that find them and health to all their flesh. A lot of times you won't have to go to the doctor because the word it says is health to all your flesh. You got to believe it. It's health to all your flesh. Again, it's health. Medicine, that's the another term for it is medicine to all your flesh. You got to put the word on the flesh too, honey. In everything. Put the word on it. Because it is life unto those that find them and health to all our flesh. Keep thy heart with all diligence for out of it are the issues of life. That word is guidings of life. When you put that word in at night, it will minister to you while you're sleeping. When you get up, it will give you direction on which way to go, which way to travel. And when you're sitting and meditating, the word will talk to you. Where to talk to you? Keep thy heart with all diligence. For out of it, what? Your heart. Out of it are the issues of life. They are the guidings. So you got to put the word in there so it can guide your life. Issues, whatever issue come up, the word will guide it. The word will tell you what to do. Tell you what not to do. Tell you which way to go. Which way not to go. Tell you who to get involved with and who not to get involved with. Tell you what to interact with and tell you what not to interact with. There's some things that sometimes it might be family members that are close to you. But you know they're not, they not doing what God called them to do and they're into all kinds of stuff. And even though they are family members, you can't walk with them. You can't walk in the counsel of the ungodly. They tell you what to do. Come on, let's go and rob this. Don't you walk in that counsel of the ungodly? You're going to get what the ungodly going to get. Nor stand in the way of sinners or Position yourself in the way the sinners are doing. You see them stealing and robbing and lying and raping and murdering. Don't get in that position as you mad. Don't stand in the way the sinners are standing. Or sit in the seat of the scornful or scoff at the things of God. But let your delight be in the law. Your covenant. And in his law, meditate day and night. And according to Psalms 1, 
you will be like a tree planted, a tree planted, not all over the place and everywhere, a tree planted by the rivers of water, the rivers of life, which bring forth its fruit in its season, its leaf or its depth of understanding will not wither and whatsoever you do will prosper. Whatever you do, if it's being watered by the word, it's going to prosper. It's going to give life unto them that find it. Amen? Let's see here. Keep thy heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. Put away from thee a froward or crooked mouth, perverse lips. Put far from thee. This is what I'm saying. Things that don't line up with this word, put it away from you. Mm -hmm. Don't speak it. Don't say, you see people running down folk. Don't get involved in that. Don't do that. Uh, <clears throat> the Bible talks about how a little bird will fly and reveal the matter. You think, oh, nobody sees me, nobody hears me. That little bird, uh, we looked that little bird up, and that's a demon. They're in the visible realm, see, you can't see Good. them, but they hear you. And some kind of way, that, that they will carry that to that person. See? See, you got to know, know about the invisible realm. Let thine eyes look right on, and let thine eyelids look straight before thee. Watch this. Ponder the path of thy feet. Consider. Think about it. Don't just jump up and be impulsive and do something. No, ponder. Roll it around in your head. Meditate on it. Ponder the path of thy feet and let all thy ways be established. Turn not to the right hand nor to the left. Remove thy foot from evil. Amen? I, uh... I think we're going to talk about other things maybe at another time. <clears throat> uh, I do want to share this uh, with you. Tomorrow we will be having our open line, uh, 2.30. And we welcome you to call in uh, if you have a comment or a dilemma or a question or would like prayer. We uh, will be available here at Heavenly Host International Radio. Uh, we'll be available to you. And uh, Brother Mike and Apostle McGill will be here with us. And we're going to open the lines for you. 216-260-0009. Uh, on tomorrow. And we want you to avail yourself. We'd love to hear from you. And... Uh, if there's any way we can help, we'd be happy to do so. Uh, there's a lot of things going on. And it's very important that you have the word of God for your director to lead you and guide you. There's many voices, many lords, many gods out here trying to get your attention. But it's only uh, the word of God that is life mm. and medicine 
to your flesh and it will lead you in the ways of life and uh, paths of righteousness and it will lead you in the way everlasting and you won't stumble you won't fall and if you do fall God is able to lift you up but the devil is not going to lift you up if you fall I want to tell you that so I I just wanted to say Apostle did you have anything you'd like to share before we close I know I walked in uh, at the latter part and please forgive me for my absence that's okay Uh, but I, I instantly when I heard it it took me to Proverbs chapter 6 mm-hmm. and one of the seven deadly sins uh, in verse 18 he said a heart that devises wicked imagination mm-hmm. watch this and feet mm. that be swift in running to mischief or evil mm-hmm. you warned uh, the listeners of uh, not to do that Mm-hmm. Don't go running after bad news or mm-hmm. evil yeah. or mischief. Yeah. Uh, you, you don't need to know who shot John. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, the Word of God tells us in Romans 12 and 2, be not conformed to this world. That's right. But be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you might prove what is that good and perfect and acceptable will yeah. of God. Something we're going to be talking about in a few minutes on the last hour mm-hmm. about the representation of God and how there are so many false representations. I just recently found out there are two entertainers, one Jay-Z, who is very popular, world-renowned, and Lil Nas X. Who? Lil Nas X. These are rappers. Oh. But they serve the devil. They're devil worshipers. Oh. Mm-hmm. I didn't know until the other day. Jay-Z just made a movie about mocking. He was mocking Jesus Christ. Uh, and they talked about how the movie flopped in the box office. Oh, yeah. Good. Uh-huh. I say good to that. Uh-huh. Lil Nas X is imitating Christ on the cross, crucified, uh-huh. literally. These are things that people are paying attention to. Something that you said is very, very important, especially for us. Satan's agenda is to distract us. Yes, amen. <clears throat> Once he gets your attention, now he can deceive yes. you. Mm-hmm. It happened in the garden. Yes. Huh? Distraction, then mm-hmm. deception. Yes. Huh? Throw your focus off. We're supposed to be seeking the kingdom and focusing on the things above. Yes. Not the things of this, this world. world. Oh, my goodness. And watch this. What he's accomplishing, even with the church, yeah. is our attention. Yes. You want to know how I know? Because we talk about the church, talk more about what the devil's doing mm-hmm. than the world does. Mm-hmm. That's how he has gotten our attention. Mm-hmm. That we're spending more time talking about the devil yes. and not preaching the gospel. Amen. Or talking about our Lord Jesus Christ. Because mm-hmm. that's the one. That's the yes. name that's above every name. Amen. That's so true. See? So if our conversation is all about what the devil's doing, mm-hmm. we're missing the mark yes. big time. Yes. Huh? And, and we're doing, and Satan is accomplishing his agenda. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, his purpose is to <clears throat> deceive. 
Uh, he only come but for to kill, yes. steal, and destroy. Absolutely. Uh, and, and if our conversation is what the devil and the world is doing, mm -hmm. and this person, and all the all the mm -hmm. deception and distraction, yes, then our focus can't be mm -hmm. on the souls that we're missing. Amen. While we're doing all that, so I just wanted to. What if we're running over to see what's going on over there? Then we're missing the mark. Yes. Yeah. yeah. The fields are white in the heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what we should be about. Yeah. Instead of, and then we should have, we should not be tearing down our brothers Amen. and sisters. Amen. In the Lord. That is not of oh God. Lord, have to talk about that Sunday. Oh, really? Okay, uh -huh. good. Because that's been going on a lot. Yeah, yeah. We should, everybody jump on a little bit. But see, watch this. This is something else that the Lord did. I'm so glad you brought that up. But we're going to talk about these things mm -hmm. uh, uh, over the next few months even. Mm -hmm. That... You sat back and watched mm. this all this time, but you never said anything to the person. Mm. You never corrected your brother. Mm -mm. Uh, Amen. The Bible says a little lemon destroys the whole lump. lump. So now you wait till the lump is destroyed. Now you know, yeah. you got the answer. Mm -hmm. You ain't got no you ain't answer. Just, you ain't got nothing to say. Keep no. your mouth closed. <laughs> oh my Amen. Goodness. And the, uh, I'm going to get over here so Brother Mike can come. Yes. But what I'm, um, uh, I found out, the Lord said, you work there, you don't know nothing about. Amen. What do you know? Amen. <laughs> but you got so much mouth. Yeah. And he said, you, you don't know. Yeah, that. you got all the dirty details. Yeah, he said, I'm the only one that knows <laughs> right. the real deal. Yeah. I'm the only one. What they call it now? Uh, spilling the tea. Uh, <laughs> There's a new slang. Yeah. The spilling the tea. Now yeah, everybody wants to spill the tea. And, and, and he said, nobody knows but me. Yeah. yeah. He said, I know. What's in the secret place? Right, well, I there know you go. what's the thoughts of men's heart. Thank you, Lord. He said, you don't know. I yeah. And here you have got all this say something. Yeah, yeah. And what somebody ought yeah. to do or should have yeah. done. And, and all of this slandering yeah. your brother and sister. And he said, God don't like it. I'm going to tell you. Yeah. God do not like his children Amen. fighting and devouring and consuming oh, each other. That's good. He don't like that. Yeah, that's not ministry. He going to punish Amen. you for that. Man. Remember when we did it as a kid, didn't uh -huh. our parents punish uh -huh. us? I, with my kids. But they were running, running the house talking about what uh, mm -hmm. uh, uh, Rosetta did. Mm -hmm. and, and she did this and she did I said, what did you do? Mm -hmm. That would be my first question. What mm -hmm. did you do? Because uh -oh. y'all was out there playing. <laughs> Uh, so she might have did that, but what did you do? Uh-huh. Yeah. And uh, last but not least, I'm going to shut it down. Uh, we've been on a fast, and uh, thank God for the fast. Yes. And uh, the Lord revealed some things to me in this fast that I had never known. And uh, he talked, and I've read it many times in Isaiah 58, where he talks about... Uh, do you call this a fast where you diet in and get mm. going down and sack off and ashes and doing all of that? He said, is that what you call a fast? Mm. He said, I'm going to tell you what a fast is. He said, when you stop pointing the finger. That's good. Ooh. Stop gossiping about your yes. brothers. Yes. Come on. When you see the poor and the naked. In prison, you go visit them. You yeah. That's what I call a sacrifice. Yeah. Uh -huh. What we want to, but what we want to do, we want to change the diet and let everybody know we on the fast. We're yeah. fasting, but after the fast is over, we go back to what we have done before yeah. we started the fast. Yeah. 
But he said, I want you to put away some things forever. That's good. Don't pick it up after the fast. Mm. And he said, uh, uh, mainly read Isaiah 58. And he'll tell you the type of fast that he's pleased That's good. With. Because we think, oh, well, I got, I'm going to stop eating sugar. I ain't going to watch TV. And so that no. What is that? Yeah. And then turn back and go. And, and then with have you your pasta right for lunch. Yeah. You know, yeah. have yeah. roast pasta and roast first lady <laughs> for lunch. Uh, uh, after the fast is over. Yeah. He said, that's what I want to get rid of. Yeah. What were you about to say, Apostle? You, you, I love what you just did. And because true fasting brings about repentance mm -hmm. in the one that's fasting. Yes. Uh, you purge off things mm -hmm. when you're fasting. Mm -hmm. uh, a true fast. Mm -hmm. uh, you leave something there. Mm -hmm. You don't take it back with you. No. Oh my goodness. You don't pick it back. It ain't about just losing weight. It's yeah. losing the mm -hmm. thing that caused you to go into yeah. a fast. Yeah. And he said a lot of it. You get the, they go into this cleansing thing. You cleanse out the natural. Yeah. He said, but there's spiritual cleansing mm. that's been packed that's in good. your bowels for years. Yeah. That you are still, still there. That's good. I want you to get into the spirit and clean that. Yeah, yeah. Spiritual cleansing. Yeah. That's what I'm. That I'm a spirit. Uh huh. And they that worship me, they must worship me. Now, if you gonna go on fast, don't tell me. Yeah. How to do it? I know what I'm looking for. That's in good. I want you to see what I call a yeah. fast, and I'm <laughs> telling you, <laughs> Apostle, the Lord showed me some evil. Yeah. And the Holy and I praise God. I said, Holy Spirit, thank you, thank, thank you. you. I didn't do. He's showing me. He said, You don't do that. You don't do. You, yeah. That is not God. Yeah, yeah. That's not the way I do stuff. Yeah. But you've been doing this stuff for years. That's good. It's time to get into the Spirit and get that spiritual waste out of you. Yeah, yeah. And I just thank God. And I and I do encourage folk. To, to go on the fast. Our fast yeah. is about over. But we don't just go in your own way on what you yeah. think that fast ought to be. Get into Isaiah 58, and he and the Holy Spirit will show you some mess or waste yeah. in your spirit. And he said, after the fast is over, don't you go back to that. You get that clean uh, uh, out that's of That's good. Uh, uh, don't get it. Don't put it back in. Like a lot of y'all, after y'all go, y'all gonna go back to this. And that's in the natural. He said, but in the spirit. Yeah. I'm gonna clean some stuff out of you. Don't go back to it no that's more. That's good. Amen. And that's I just good. wanted to share that. Uh, some of y'all, I know that y'all are y'all doing a lot. A lot of local assemblies are fasting this month. But this has been a fast like I've done. <laughs> and it's not. That you know nothing cute. He cleaning. I yeah, mean, yeah. You know they talk about that waste can last in your body for years. It can get embedded yeah. into your mucous membranes, yeah. and sometimes you have to do an actual uh, uh, cleansing, thorough cleansing to get some of that stuff that's been embedded in your m mucous membranes yeah. for years. And and you don't know about this. This is just in the natural, but it's going stuff like this is going on in yeah, the spirit, spirit too. Yeah. And the Lord wants to get into those Ooh. deep places that have been yeah. impacted. And he wants to cleanse it out. Cleanse it out of you so that now you can 
walk on another realm. He could use you uh, on another uh, level. That's good. Because you ain't going to do that no more. Yeah. He showed it to you. Awesome. And he said, when the Holy Spirit show you, you you have to admit, I can't do that no yeah. more. Yeah. Yeah. You know. But I just wanted to share that with you all. Uh, I thank God for all he's doing here at Heavenly Host International Radio. And like I said, them. Tomorrow, 2.30, uh, we're going to be having open line. Yes. And we want to hear from you, okay? Remember what Jesus said to those that were at the Feast of Tabernacles. He said, if any man thirst, let him come to me and drink. He that believeth in me, as the scriptures have said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living, living water. Amen. This spake he ah. of the precious Holy Spirit. But Apostle, I wanted to ask you, did you, you had something you wanted to say, please, at this time, if you uh, want to uh, say something. We were talking Sunday that one of the things the Lord uh, had me to do is something that we had visited last week, I believe, concerning the Holy Ghost. Mm. And in the book of Acts, the 19th chapter, verse 2, he said, have you received the Holy Ghost since uh, you, you believed? believed? Yes. That's the question for the church. Yeah, yep. amen. Because what Pastor, what Elder just got through uh, describing, you're going to need the Holy Spirit mm -hmm. because it's an inside job. Yeah, yes. The outward appearance is one thing. Yeah. We can dress up the outside all day long, but the inside, the Jesus inside said, first, is clean up the inside. Purge. Clean the inside of the cup. Yes. Purge it. You'll be cleansed then. Yes. Now you're good for the master's use. Mm -hmm. If the inside of the cup would make sense for me to get a cup of coffee if the cup is dirty, uh, it's going to taint the coffee. Yeah, yeah. Uh, hey. So, so we, we need the Holy Spirit. And that's a vital, mm -hmm. vital thing. It's, in fact, without it, mm -hmm. you won't see God. Mm -hmm. uh, that's the, all part of the transformation. You can't even be transformed without the Holy mm -hmm. Ghost. You can't be born again without the Holy Ghost. Mm -hmm. You can't. You're not. You're not born you got, again. You're not here. Uh-huh. You're not here. Going to church, saying a few words, and then leaving out the church and going back to mm -hmm. the life that you were called out of mm -hmm. is not salvation. Mm -hmm. That is a false, mm -hmm. false understanding and representation of Christ or deliverance. Mm -hmm. Praise God. I thank okay. God for heavenly hosting. Yes, oh, praise <laughs> God. Because... <laughs> Because I believe that God is accomplishing what he wants to do here where he may not be able to do it on any other platform. Well, huh? everybody got their own platform. But in here is the word is being done according to the word. And we're not trying to uh, change or alter or give Amen. our own there you opinions. Go. We're, not, we're not trying to give our own opinions. Amen. We want what God has to say. Amen. So I just thank you all for tuning in. So glad to see you, Brother Mike. Uh, good to be here. And uh, we want you to remember what Jesus said, and uh, out of your belly shall flow rivers of living waters. This speak he of the precious Holy Spirit. Amen. <laughs> God bless you. I love you. I'm praying for you. And you have an outstanding morning. Amen. Uh -oh. Amen.